All right, so um, today is June 22nd, and I wanted to talk about, it's been on my heart, it's, it's thriving in my heart to, to just share, and whoever hears this, may you be blessed, may you be blessed beyond measure, may you be blessed beyond, um, man, like, beyond, man, like, if I can explain it, I know I have a nonchalant personality or a non-dramatic personality, but if I can just explain what what God took me through for his glory in being able to communicate this, um, man, if I can just explain what, what I've been through, <clears throat> all the suffering um, silently, secretly. Um, having to go through it alone, having to, you know, rely on God for sanity and um, and for love, you know, um, and for citizenship, for existence, you know, for God to have birthed me in the kingdom and for me to have have to endure <clears throat> religion, endure the world, and to still grow up in the kingdom, and still be able to serve the kingdom's agenda is a privilege to be able to share this. Um, <clears throat> I kind of wanted to talk about um, fellowship being travel, being a way to travel. When I when I see fellowship, I see a ship full of fellows, <laughs> a ship full of people. <clears throat> Two or three are gathered. It doesn't matter, um, as long as it's not an island of a person. But it's two or three gathered, or more. You know, um, the revelation of Christ is revealed, and the light of His glory shows that we are in a progression in the Spirit. We're progressing in the knowledge of him. We're discovering the fullness of him. You know, um, so that's kind of how I look at fellowship. Like I, when I first encountered fellowship, like I said in my um, early podcast, like through my father-in-law, it was, it wasn't, I explain it. it wasn't purposeful and what I mean by that is like it wasn't alright what are we going to do here what, what are we called to do here it wasn't travel and wisdom <clears throat> so it wasn't like alright this is what we called to do alright this is what we planning to do it wasn't linear horizontally it was progressional vertically um to the point where the more we were fellowship, the more our consciousness would shift from temporal to eternal. It would be to the point where I would be like not conscious of time, but the eternal moment of the spirit. And it was challenging because it wasn't anything I was ever taught. 
It wasn't anything I was taught and until I started reading the scriptures. And I'm like, whoa, this is the mind of Christ. Wow, this is the spirit searching the deep things of God and revealing them to us. <clears throat> this is what it means to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It means to to objectively discover the mind of Christ, which is like objectively means to outside of you seek. You know, the objective discovery of a child is their parent. You know, so objectively discovering the Father in Christ and the Spirit or through the Spirit, that is our objective discovery. So to objectively discover um hold on one second. Sorry about that. Um to objectively discover like to be renewed in the spirit of our mind is to objectively discover the mind of Christ the mind of Christ is the deep things of the father you know um, like when I hear the scripture say the spirit searches the deep things of God that's the trinity spirit is a search Christ is the mind the word the logic and the being is the father the source you know and we're being updated in this eternal knowledge. <clears throat> this eternal knowledge supersedes time, space, and matter. It was here before, and it will be here, you know, after. Or, you know, if the earth gives way, cre if creation is, like, um, I think Peter says it, like, it's folded up like a, like, like a, like a cover. And, you know, if it's done away with, if God chooses to do that, you know, this word that is, that was and is, it will be, you know. <clears throat> so as I was updating in my conscious knowledge of Christ, objectively, subjectively, my my the mind that I thought I was was being renewed, so it was remembering eternally. Um, I believe that you know. I believe. I, hey, I believe this. You know, when Paul says like, God um, chose me in my mother's womb, He predestined me in my mother's womb. He knew me in my mother's womb. <clears throat> You know, and um, Jeremiah said the same thing. They were sent here. Although Paul walked out all that ignorance in the Levitical law, uh, he walked out all that legalism, His cho God's choice of him was still ordained. So Christ appearing to him was awakening to him, the, to, awakening him to the life that he was ordained to live so I believe we are sent here you know and you know for him like it's a, in Romans 8 says he foreknew, foreknew us he I'm sorry yeah he foreknew predestined chose justified and glorified us already in Christ you know um Christ is the truth of us. 
So as he is, so are we. Who he is, so are we. And the more we know him, the more we our minds update to being like him. Like John says, like, you know, <clears throat> when we see him, we should be like him. So there is an objective beholding of seeing and there is a subjective unfolding of, of being, you know. And this is kind of what the, the context of the word of truth when I talk about the word truth. When you hear the word of truth, you awaken to the truth of your spirit, man, which is Jesus is Lord. <laughs> you know, you, you see him you, like our spirit is so dependent that it identifies with another. It's the same thing. The father identifies with the son. The son identifies with the spirit. The spirit identifies with the father, with the son. Like they identify with one another to the point where. Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. You know, and Paul says, the Spirit is the Lord. You know, God is Spirit. So, that is the essence and quality of God's being, you know. And it's another scripture that talks about um, the Spirit bears witness with our spirit or testifies within us and we cry Abba Father <clears throat> you know um, so we we have an objective conviction within us to the Son and to the Father that we only identify with you know to the Son we are the bride to the Father we are sons of God and this is our disposition. This is what the word of truth wells up to. Jesus said, when you drink of this water, the word of truth, it wells up within you to eternal life. And he was talking about, you know, when it comes to worship, you know, beholding the Father and the Son. Um, so I believe there's a practical aspect to the body. I, I don't believe fellowship is only just about um, engaging the unseen in discovering the mysteries, I believe there's practical application. There's walking out the plan and purpose of God and His will. Um, but how can two walk together unless they be agreed? You know, it doesn't say your kingdom come, you will be done on earth as in heaven. First, He says, "Our Father in heaven." And I believe when He says, "Our Father in heaven," when they ask Him, "How do we pray?" He's not talking about a personal prayer. He's talking about a corporate. You know, he's, if he was saying it personally, he said, my father in heaven. You know, he was talking about a corporate consciousness. As we get together, we engage um, first the kingdom of heaven, our father in heaven. Objectively engage, objectively behold. Hallowed be your name the light of his name, the glory of his name, the power of his name. And then and then from there, we together, your kingdom come, your will be done. <clears throat> and that's a command. It's not an ask. It's a, as it is, so as it isn't, you know, I said, he says, whatever's on earth, whatever you bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. Like, now you are a conduit to 
the speech and the expression of the kingdom. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it, as it is in heaven. You know, so um, don't want to get too far into that, but just shine a light on how how the fellowship, like I said, I, I, I'm not speaking as this is the only, but the, you know, just in the category of fellowship when it comes to aligning to one heart and one mind, we travel. Relationships are supposed to travel. Um, in the world, we travel in relationship, but it's in news and, and you know, have you heard about that person? Have you heard about this? You know, it's on surface things, external things. But in the kingdom, we travel on internal things. You know, um, <clears throat> it's a scripture in Isaiah 2 that says, um, the mountain of the Lord's tabernacle will be established as the highest mountain above every mountain. And every nation will stream to that mountain. And then it says, and many will say, Think about this, this, this vision is the mountain of the Lord's tabernacle. That's Christ seated at the right hand of the father above every name, every mountain. Mountain is a name or influence or authority, you know, and 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 every nation shall stream to this mountain. That's that's a spiritual worldview. And then he says, and many will say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. So when we hear that, many it's like different groups. When you go around in the city, you see many churches, many groups, many hubs that say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Okay, so up is not a vertical, literal up. It's not a physical place. It's a conscious, spiritual place, a, a eternal place dimension like Paul says we fix our eyes on that which is unseen but what is seen is temporal what is unseen is eternal he's he's given priority he's not devaluing the, the temporal he's showing this the superiority of the eternal and how important it is to align to heaven in order to steward heaven on earth and how important it is to align together that's why he talks about you know make my joy complete by becoming one heart one mind you know Thinking the same things, you know, having the same thoughts. So we see that this is of utmost importance. It's not to, for just one man to go to the mount of the Lord and come down with gifts and, and miracles. No, Jesus called a people. <clears throat> he knit the disciples together to the point where he said, people are going to know that you're my disciples. Not by the way you do do power. Not by the way you do miracles. Not by the way you preach. Not by even what you preach. But by the way you love one another. So they're going to see into a love that I've established. And when you are gathered in love, there I am in the midst. So there I am in the spirit. I'm teaching you how to see me in the spirit in the midst of your gathering of love. And when you when you gather in my name, then I can delegate you things um, to establish on earth. But if you don't, if your gathering doesn't 
discover the appearance of Christ, it's not a gathering. It's a club. You know, it's a clique. Gatherings are always open to all, you know, and they're always moving in progression in the knowledge of Christ and the knowledge of the Father. It's, it's, it's eternally navigated. It's like a spaceship. Is seeking the outer realms of space. You know, if we look at the cosmos and we see the earth as in the middle of the cosmos, that's kind of like how our minds are hidden with Christ in God, in the mind of Christ. And there's so many mysteries to discover, but it's, it's, it's locked, it's hidden for a people. And it's revealed when people come together in love and serve and endure one another in love <clears throat> and in the knowledge of the word of truth, you know. So I believe, man, we're supposed to travel, man. I believe our fellowship should not stay on a linear plane because we are like the I am that you are wells up to the I am that God is. You know, so although we occupy this consciousness of 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 earth, we have access to his consciousness. That's why it says that Paul says, I wish that all you would prophesy. To prophesy is to communicate the consciousness of Christ, or not just by word, but by existence. You know, um, for me, like most prophecies that I've experienced, you know, like not in a formal organized gathering, but more so like random places, it'd be a person just speaking to me and I could see through them that God was speaking. I could hear the eternal secret conversation of God and 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 they were prophesying, you know. So I believe that's what we're supposed to do um, one to another. We're not supposed to stay in the consciousness of of our upbringing. You know, our upbringing is not even us. Our perspective of our upbringing is not even us. You know, that's what Jesus said. Most, you know, you got to become like a child if you, in order to enter the kingdom, in order to see the kingdom in order to receive the kingdom, in order to discern the kingdom, because your consciousness, you've been taught unconsciousness. You've been taught how to be unconscious in your upbringing, in your awareness. Like, I, I look at my children, they're just sponges to the world around them. And they can go over to my house and come back acting crazy because the consciousness that they were surrounded by, they assimilated, they updated, and they found themselves doing the same things, acting the same way, perceiving the same way. Um, that's why we got to guard our children's consciousness. They're supposed to, like Jesus said, the kingdom of God is for the children. So the children need the kingdom more than the adults do because they are in the fort, they are in the front line because they are not taught to be like the world we are adults becoming like children children are at the front door you know 
man. So, man, I believe that we're supposed to be traveling. I believe that's the purpose of, of friendship. Yes, there's a practical aspect to conversation. I'm not saying this is like all day, every day relatability, but I believe there's a space. Just like in your house, you're not in your living room all day. You have a, pl- a space for sleep. You have a space for eating in the dining room, kitchen. You have a space for going outside, going to work. There's a protocol. You know, every relationship should have an eternal protocol in a way that we have an understanding together that we can go up to the mountain of the Lord and to come down and reign as kings. Um, I've never heard this as far as, you know, I, I mean, I'm thankful for it, but I wish that it was a corporate desire. If every church pursued one another in the knowledge of the word of truth and not in a knowledge of the mystical realm, the, the mystery of Christ. If everybody pursued together and 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 if there was a platform where everybody had the opportunity to share, the freedom to express, you know, um under, you know, authority and and, and delegated authority, you know, we would we would grow together. We would we would grow it. We would see each other. We wouldn't just we wouldn't look at each other. We wouldn't talk at each other. We would exchange union, exchange our union and the resources of being one to another. Um, we live in a day where exchange is surface. You know, it's like fish being on the shore of an ocean trying to talk to each other flapping at each other that's kind of the the way we converse now but we were meant to explore the depths and serve one another with the depths and to not be intimidated by each other's expression in the depth you know some fish can swim fast some fish can swim, swim slow some fish can move forward and backwards like they all have different expressions in the depth but that makes them a corporate beauty rather than everybody's doing the same thing you know so I really believe that and I keep saying this like we're supposed to travel and I hope that this is like whoever's hearing this I hope this is like understood understandable um, because this is how most of my relationships are, at least the ones that, that wants it. I am in many relationships, and you know, people at work, you know, different. I mean, I'm a father, so I don't have what I desire in my children yet, but it's still the pursuit. Some relationship takes more patience for that person to see that this life my life in this world is perishing so 
and and I have a father in heaven that wants me to know my life beyond this life that supersedes this life and that will be here once this life is over. I have access to that in through Christ. When people wake up to that, they they're willing to travel. The challenge to travel is like it's just like two two examples. You got a blimp and it's ascending, but it's it's got all these weights in the blimp that are tied to strings or strings are tied to weights, you know. As it's ascending, it's hindered because of the the attachments externally to the world. <clears throat> And then you have an in- internal hindrance, which is now that you've let go of the weights externally, you're afraid of heights. You're used to, the reason why we're afraid of heights is because we're used to, to depths. So you have to endure the fear of heights so that you can no longer be earthbound because the fear of heights makes you reach for the earth to go back down but understanding that as he is so am I where he is so am I I'm seated in heavenly places seated is no matter what happens in his life I am coming to that posture I am coming to the knowledge of that posture when this life ends my the knowledge of this posture in Christ in heavenly places will be made known to me. And my journey in with the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, in fellowship with the body, is to recover the knowledge of this because I don't just want to leave this life. I want to appropriate my citizenship and my fellowship with the Father and the Son so that I can delegate and steward the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. You know, but this is a us, it's a body that ascends you know when I hear the scripture that says let me see what time I got okay 26 when I see the scripture that says um, in Romans 4 matter of fact my Bible Romans or Ephesians 4 Ephesians 4 hallelujah it's a lot. Hallelujah. So he's talking about, you know, walking worthy of the calling, you know, meekness with meekness, humility, long suffering, forbearing one another, enduring one another in love, enduring one another from the eternal perspective, from union, from the eternal mind. Um be, being eager to keep the oneness of the spirit in the uniting bond of peace. So pursuing the peace that enables us to see our union in the spirit. And then he says, as there's only one body, one spirit, to, as also you recall, in one hope of the calling of you. <clears throat> one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. So it's like, he names the the quadruples. I mean, the, like the body, the spirit, the Lord, 
and the Father. You know, like he says, for as there is one body and one spirit, as also you were called in one hope of the calling of you, the living hope. Who is this hope? One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, the one over all and through all and in all. And then he says, But to each one of us was given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So we were given this before we were even born. Like God predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son. He placed his son in us. The mystery was hidden and now it's being revealed. The tree is hidden in the seed, but when it's planted, that's when it's revealed, you know. And it says, uh, wherefore it says, having ascended into the height, he led captivity captive. Man, what did captivity do? It kept us bound to the truth or bound from the truth. It kept us from being in truth. The truth is union. In the beginning was the word. The Word was God, was with God. He was the light of all men. All men were in Him. This union, this conscious union, is the truth. So, He led captivity captive and gave gifts. Gifts to man. So, hold on to that gifts. And now, as He ascended, what is it except also that He descended into the lower parts of the earth? The one having descended is Himself also the one having ascended far above all the heavens so he from heaven descended and ascended why that he might fill all things so he recovered all things under his name under his authority all things heaven and earth is now under the authority of Christ it's no longer under the authority of darkness and then he says and he gave some, so these are the gifts. He gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some shepherds, some teachers. And when I hear this, I don't hear like these are people in particular. He say he gave gifts to men. So these are the dimensions of his mind, the dimensions of his being. Jesus was a good shepherd. He was a great teacher. He was a prophet. He was an apostle. Establishing the kingdom of heaven. Going city to city. Setting up government. You know. Seeking out for Christ to be formed in humanity. You know. And he was an evangelist. Delivering the good news. In, in the packages of the goodness of God. And power. You know. Um. That's the totality of Christ. Now it's distributed to the body. For what? For the equipping of the saints. So these elements equip the saints. And these individual elements equip the saints with the knowledge of Christ. With the knowledge of them in Christ. Christ is, is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the Bride. You know, and new creation. So there's now one essence called Christ. Um, 
for the equipping of the saints to the work of the ministry, to the building up of the body of Christ. So now these ministries is is distributed like or these dimensions distributes the the grace to work the ministries of the this people. And not only that, it builds them up. It said to building up the body of Christ. We know the body of Christ is 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 already perfect. So why does it need to be built up? It's the knowledge of him. It's it's updating our understanding of our stature in Christ. That's what building up is. It's not a matter of becoming, but recovering being, remembering. So these gifts enable the working of the ministry and we're all exchanging the the, 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 the currency of love in Christ one to another in communication, in service. You know, um, and then it says, until we all arrive at the unity of the faith. What? It's almost like like each person got a Lego block and building, 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 building until we all arrive in this height. And like I said, Ascending is not an upward thing, nor is it a becoming. It's a remembrance. Like, we're remembering. We're not learning. You know, if you have the mind of Christ, you're not learning anything. He doesn't need to learn anything. As the scripture says, who can, like, who need, who teaches the Lord? Who gives him counsel? Nobody. So in this mind, we are as his mind is, so is in us. So what seems to be discovery and becoming and learning is really the memory of Christ being made known to our being. The memory of his journey, the memory of us being one with him, in him, you know, the memory of him being crucified, us being crucified with him, buried into baptism, the memory of sin, curse, death being extract it from our, our, our DNA, our 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 lineage and the memory of us being ascended into heaven, justified, made right. And and the memory of us being seated in heavenly places with him, in the Father. Seated in the Father, before the Father. You know, and this is what we're all coming into, but it's each person supplying grace one to another. Um, that's kind of what I wanted to bring up. It says, until we all arrive at the unity of the faith and the fuller knowledge of the Son of God at a man of complete maturity. Who is that? Christ. At the measure of stature of the fullness of Christ. So... And in our conscious understanding, we see Christ as distant. We don't see his glory all the time. And when we do, it's in a measure, it's in a dim measure. You know, that doesn't mean that he doesn't want us to behold his glory fully. That just means that our measures, when it's served one to another, 
we come to a greater measure. And when we serve one to another, we, we come to a greater measure. And it's like if everybody, if you have so many people around a mountain and they begin to climb, they don't just ascend, they get closer to one another. And, and uh, when you get to the top of the mountain, you're now, it's now oneness. And the challenge is, is now to come out of the individual perspective of yourself and to, and to awaken to the united perspective of Christ. In Christ is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we have been brought, we, humanity, has been brought to this fullness. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. If any man is in Christ, so this Christ mind is the arena of all things. The arena of the knowledge of God, the arena of the of the the um the spirit, you know, just like old creation when God created the heavens and the earth. You know, what is seen he created it as an arena of our fellowship with one another, the arena of our reception of him, you know. And now that we're in Christ and Christ is in the Father, that's a whole different arena. That's a new creation, it's a new heavens, a new earth. And we are called to discover that. When you see somebody sick, are they sick? Or is it by a strife they are healed? A person who has discovered the measure of Christ that is truth will delegate healing to that person, will deliver truth, shine light on the body of Christ and what he's purchased. And in that light, we see truth. And in truth, that person is healed. And in experience, the earth aligns to truth. The earth was created by truth, by the word spoken, you know. So it's subject to truth. So when we walk in truth and speak the truth in love, we align to truth. We, 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 we assimilate and we unbecome our individuality to discovering our corporate oneness. And I believe this is the goal. Like The reason why I'm speaking in the light of this, why I don't have a personal ministry um, because I realize my ministry is to see others unite you know and that's what I mean like, what I mean I don't I don't have a personal function as if a platform like this is me this is what I do you know um, man I just feel like I feel like I'm the least man honestly like, I just feel like I'm not qualified. That's why I feel like I receive qualification. Um, I feel like I know I'm not qualified. I know that I'm, I know what I'm capable of outside of God. I know how foolish I was growing up, how incapable I was to understand and learn, to read a book and understand it. So when God knew that I knew that revealed himself in my weakness his strength that's when I was able to steward you know and I'm I'm able to steward without 
thinking that it's me, you know. Um, still learning, still shedding um, the, the systems of this world, the formalities of how this world does things, and religion, how religion does things. But we're growing together. We have to not just have relationships, but progress. We have to know where we're going. We have to know what we are. If we're new creation created in Christ, then our, like Paul says, and I think Philippians, our conversation and citizenship is in heaven. And there we await our Savior. So we are not even on earth in our consciousness. In our body, it's on earth. And our consciousness is in Christ. God blew or breathed his consciousness in a human body so that that human body could steward two worlds, heaven and earth. That human body could go home to heaven and to serve the plan and purpose of heaven on earth. You know, but if that person doesn't know that home is heaven, that person will never, will, that person will make heaven useful. That person will be a worker, like the prodigal son's older brother. You know, he was, he made heaven useful. He made the father's house useful. And he never returned, you know, so. Um, this is, like I said before, inventory. And yet, encouragement to those who, who, who hear, who are, um, wanting to know more um, about fellowship and unity who are hearing the call who are seeing that it's the only way who are seeing it's the purpose of why we gather when we go to church we're not punching the card we're not meeting in a place where of people we don't know we're pursuing a people um, that we know in the spirit and we're discovering in time what we know in eternity and it's a beautiful thing man I'm thankful to have brothers and sisters that I do travel with and when we fellowship we're encouraged and built up um, but it's, it's one thing to visit it's one thing to take a, a, ship, a spaceship in outer space and it's another thing to to leave the earth for the sake of um, what's the word like colonization to establish a colony or to discover a colony to discover a new citizenship in a foreign place to you it's foreign because it's not what you're used to but it's, it's home because it's where you're from You know, and to those who are willing to endure the fear of heights and the attachments to the world. Cut the strings by the Spirit and endure the the fear of heights through the Spirit, through love, you know. We will be able to ascend and remain. That's my goal, is to, you know, Jesus had the fullness of the mind of, of Christ, the mind of God fellowship with God in the highest depths and dimensions but he didn't abandon his assignment on earth so that's not what I'm saying is abandoning an assignment it's just 
You know, the, the tree doesn't just bear fruit. It grows roots. I'm talking about the roots of a forest. The roots of the trees in a forest. The roots of a trees in a forest are united by one seed. Though they may bear different fruit, different kinds of fruit. You know, though they may seem individual or separated in, in the earth realm, they're united in a hidden place. The more we discover our unity in the spirit, the more we can participate as a community on earth and establish heaven on earth as it is in heaven. We'll be able to help break people out of religion, which is island ministries. And we'll work together. We'll seek to agree in the spirit. We'll seek the agreement of the spirit. There's an agreement in the spirit. There's not an agreement in opinions. But love exposes opinions for what they are and helps us to agree in the spirit. You know, so be encouraged. God bless you. I pray this encourages you. Um, I don't know how many of these I'm going to do. I really, I feel empty. I feel like I'm, I ain't got nothing to tell you, nothing else. <laughs> but I'm thankful for the consistent flow of the daily bread of revelation to share. Um, I'm thankful that I don't feel obligated to to this, this platform. Um, I don't even feel like many people will listen to this. If they do, it's cool. But to those who do hear it, um, bless you. I pray that you, as you hear, you see. As you see, you engage. As you engage, you establish or or unfold um, the truth of unity and break the the world from religious bonds and worldly bonds. You know, 